We are so happy that Teen Challenge is with us today. We love you. We don't even know you personally, and we love you. Every Memorial Day. You guys, some of you maybe been here before Memorial Day. Every Memorial Day. Some of Teen Challenge. Sometimes it's the whole clan. They fill up half the church. And sometimes we get the ladies today and uh, from Teen Challenge. You need to understand something, Teen Challenge, our church. You guys, every single month, every month, you make this happen. Because every single month through our Kingdom Builders Giving, we send checks to this ministry so that people, real people that Jesus loved, can find deliverance and transformation through the love of Jesus through the ministry of Teen Challenge. We have some board members that are part of Teen Challenge from our church. I know Evan is one of one of the Teen Challenge board members. Evan, because I don't know the transitions, are any of our other men right now on the board? Is Dave still on the board? Yeah. So Dave Kaczynskis is also on the board. I don't know if we have any other men of the church on our board right now or women. So two of our people are regularly on the board of Teen Challenge. So we love Teen Challenge. We're so happy for you. So Melanie, I'm going to welcome you to come on up here and you kick things off. You're awesome. We love you. Let me give you a big hug first. Woo. There you go. Hi, church. Good morning. My name is Melanie, and um, I am one of the staff members at the Milwaukee Teen Challenge. I've been there for 14 years now. Um, All together, I've been with Teen Challenge for 21, 22 years. So I started with Teen Challenge in 1999, and that's where I met Craig Harper. So um, I've known him for 22 years. So um, it's been a great journey. This is pretty much um, God's plan right now, so that's what I'm staying with Teen Challenge. And um, I just am happy that I get to do different parts of Teen Challenge because Teen Teen Challenge has different parts to it. So I work at the house right now, and then I also help at Super Thrift. Um, As you know, we've had um, COVID-19. And um, because of that, we kind of um, went a further direction with our super thrift store, and we expanded kind of because we started doing online things. So I am the online manager, and I do um, Facebook, I do Craigslist, and we do eBay. So um, I'm the one who puts all that things online, and and we we're making revenue from that too. So um, God is good because He's helping us. He helped us through that time. So God is good. The ladies are going to come up and they're going to share um, in song. And um, so this group is a little bit newer because we've had some people that graduated. So um, we have a full church today. So we just need to help and participate, clap, get them going, get them smiling, get them happy. So that, and um, they're going to do a great job. And, and then I have some people that are going to share and they want to testify how great God is in their life. They come in one way, and they're, they're, they're completely different. It's God, God shows up. He shows up. He uses Teen Challenge as that awesome tool, and he shows up, and really their lives are changed. They're transformed. It's unbelievable. It's incredible. It's, like, it's, it's great to see what God's doing, and that way it gives you hope because things are actually helping, happening in somebody. It's like you, you're, they're being transformed right before your eyes. And things are happening, so that gives you hope because if it happens to them, what is God going to do in me? So that's exciting. And if you know anybody, you know, that's what we're here for. We're here to, to share so that way whoever you would know, even if, it's a, even if it's a neighbor, even if it's a person that you just met, there's somebody that always needs this program. And this program is so incredibly 
powerful that it will change, transform your life if you actually work the program. When the whole world walks away, you're the God who's 
First of all, thank you for having us here. This is so wonderful. Talk about feeling the spirit here. Thank you. Uh, Okay, so this is my testimony. I'm Becky, and I'm 45 plus 10 minus 2 years old. So let you guys figure that one out. (laughs) We never tell a real age. Um, And I'm an alcoholic. And um, I've, I've drank pretty much off and on all my teenage years and through my life and everything. But about the last six years... Um, I became really sad and depressed and everything, and I started drinking on a daily basis. And I went from wine to vodka, and then I didn't have a mixer, and then I eventually eliminated my glass. So I was basically drinking straight out of the bottle. And, um, oh, in 2019, I started turning jaundice and everything. And when I went to the hospital, um, they told me that I had uh, stage 4 of um, cirrhosis of the liver. And so I was in the hospital for about a month, and then I got out, and five days later, um, I was staying with my dad at the time. I got really sick and I and everything, and I went to the bathroom, and this is a little graphic, but um, I, I threw up blood, and then I just started throwing up more and more and more. And I ran down, and I told my dad, I'm like, Dad, call 911. I think I'm dying. And he's like, what are you talking about? I said, I'm dying. And... Um, when the ambulance got there and stuff, I said to my dad, I said, tell my girls and my grandkids I love them because I didn't think I was ever going to see them again. And um, so then next thing I know, I wake up in the hospital. I have more tubes in me than I could ever think possible and everything. And um, to find out I was in a coma for three and a half weeks, I basically bled to death and I died twice during that time. And... Um, so then from there, I uh, wound up, I had to have a tracheotomy done, and they told me they put 23 units of blood in me, and um, they had to put a stent in my liver so that it would function properly, and um, so I was on the list for a transplant and everything, so... Um, through my wonderful therapist, she told me about Teen Challenge. Um, I had gone to many secular programs, and it seemed like, you know, once I left, I was right back at it again. And um, since I've been here, um, my liver has gotten better. I'm out of the stage of where I need a transplant at this time. So praise God for that. And... Um, and my girls and everybody, you know, my family has forgiven me, and they're glad that I'm here. And um, I wound up being to the hospital that stint for three months, and um, that was a that was a long three months, that's for sure. And um, then from there, um, like I said, I came to Tea Challenge, and it's just it's, it hasn't been easy, but it's been the best thing that's ever happened to me. And um, I get to go from here with God in my life, and I know he's watching over me. And um, from here, I'm only going to get stronger, and I'm going to get better. And I stand on many um, verses. So the one I just have is, thank you, dear Lord, for saving me. And I know you have a purpose, and I can't wait to see what that is. So thank you, everybody. Good morning, church. Uh, My name is Jacqueline Marie Klain. Um, The reason why you didn't see me up here singing is because I graduated the program in February, and now I serve as a leader in the home. Um, So I'm no longer a part of the choir, but I can't help but sing because the words of those songs just resonate so much truth in my heart. 
and uh, they mean a lot to me. Um, I am a very proud mother of three boys, five, six, and 16. Um, I was born in Appleton to a family from Chilton and Stockbridge uh, area. Um, my parents divorced when I was very young. I don't ever remember them being together um, because of my father's alcoholism. And um, he, out of spite, took me and my baby sister from our mother um, when we were babies and ran. And I was raised by my father, my alcoholic father, um, in a very unstable home, always moving around. I went to three different high schools until finally I got kicked out of high school altogether at the age of 16. Um, never went back. Um, just lived a really reckless life due to... Um, uh, uh, my, my dad, you know, just my home life when I was young was not great. Um, I have four ex-stepmoms. They were always drinking and always fighting. Um, it was her kids versus his kids. I rebelled and I was a horrible kid. My dad didn't know how to handle me and was always disappointed in me and would beat me with more than a spare your rod beating. He would scream in my face, tell me I would never amount to anything, that I was just a piece of crap. And I believed it. I accepted it. So I made um, my whole life just trying to make bad look good. I started out very young with my father's beer out of the fridge, pot, and it escalated over the years to eventually I was putting a needle to my arm, meth and heroin. Um... Uh, while being a mother to three children, I lost everything. I, I wasn't able to go see my kids. Um, I was on the streets. Uh, you would not believe it by looking at me today because the transformation power of Jesus is just so great. But I have acquired 22 felonies over my life. Um, basically ruined and trashed my whole life. I had no opportunity, no hope for anything to ever become anything um, I didn't even have a single ability to be able to do anything with my life. Um, I was just a downright loser. And uh, my dad lost hope a long time ago. You know, I didn't grow up in a home where mother and father prayed over me. I had nobody that prayed over me or for me. Um, basically, the world was against me. And uh, in... Let's see, 2017, I did my last year in jail. I was just so down and out. I told myself that this just has to stop. This has to be it. Uh, I was so shame and guilt-ridden um, for going back to jail again. I got another year away from my kids again. And my, my, my family was always there for me, you know, after the fact, um, and I just, I knew that I had destroyed everything that I had loved, all the relationships. And when I got out in 2018, I did it. I, I stayed sober that time. Um, I, I dug into the Word of God while I was in jail that year. And um, something was just different. I started out in a homeless shelter and worked my way up. And the Lord was with me. And... Um, I got into a relationship, you know, because of my father beating me, I, I grew up with a very, very distorted view on what love was. 
And so I sought all those relationships, you know, very abusive relationships my whole life, which always took me under. And I did the same thing, got into a relationship in the same pattern again. When it wasn't working, I relapsed. And in, in a two years' time, I had built all this trust back. And I thought to myself, if I am willing to risk it all, everything I gained back and risk it all again, I need help. There is something I need. Like, I really need help. I had restoration with my children. Somebody spoke Teen Challenge to me in 2019, and I didn't hesitate. I came to Teen Challenge, and I uh, stood in the awe of of God and what he had and was doing in my life. But um, four months later, I thought I had it all figured out and walked out of what God was trying to do for me in my life again. And um, eight months after that, uh, 2020, January, uh, when our nation was swept with a deadly virus that was killing uh, people with underlying issues, I was sitting in the hospital with my four-year-old baby boy got diagnosed with leukemia. And uh, I, I knew the Lord to be good. I didn't understand. I was confused as to what was happening in front of me because my boy was dying. And the confusion and just the pressure of that alone, it was too much for me to handle. And um, I didn't know what to do. And again, I went back to my old behaviors. But again, the Lord was with me. And I knew that I had to, um, I knew I really needed help. Again, I knew that I had walked out of what the Lord was doing. And I went back to Teen Challenge again. It gets crazier than that because... I thought I could just come to Milwaukee Teen Challenge, be two hours away from my kids, my son who's really sick, and, and okay, Lord, I can handle that, right? If anything happens, I'm nearby. I still might even be able to go see him in the hospital, whatever. There was a woman there that I had ministered to. Um, she was a woman that I had used with on the streets for years. I got her in a Teen Challenge, and uh, they said that they didn't want her walks to be interrupted, so they said, Jacqueline, we want you to come back, but you can't come back to this Teen Challenge. Any teen challenge of the choice, the only time, the only ones were out of state. <laughs> it was a deal breaker for me, you know. I didn't want to be that way, far away from my son. But there was something inside of me that told me that everything that I was about to sacrifice, being so far away from home, was all going to be worth it in the end. I went to New York, Long Island Adult and Teen Challenge, and I stayed. I did my whole year there, and it was a long, hard road. My son ended up on his deathbed with... Uh, liver disease from the treatment. The Lord healed him every time miraculously. Um, my, my kids uh, almost grew up with in the same environment I did without pr- praying parents. And now my kids have the covering of my prayers and my service to him um, ever since... Uh, he brought me to New York. I have rearranged my whole entire life around serving him, no matter what that looks like. Right now, I'm still not as close to my kids as I want to be. I don't get to see them as much as I would. I have all this influence on all these ladies' lives and no influence on my children's lives because I'm not there, right? But the Lord says different. 
The Lord says, you just keep putting one foot in front of the other, and I got you covered. And I'm going to show you a little bit about what that looks like right now. I didn't want to come up here and give my testimony this morning. Last night, I had a bad night. My ex-husband texted me in the middle of the night saying that my 16-year-old son crashed and rolled his car. Not a scratch on him. And I believe that's because I'm standing up here today. That's the power of prayer. It doesn't mean that your whole life is going to go perfect, by no means, but it means that God's got you. And uh, thank you. Uh, the verse I stand on is, um, well, I just want to mention, too, uh, I'm in the Emerging Leaders Program, so I work 40 hours in the home um, serving the Lord, uh, uh, leading these ladies and learning to be a staff member, which I will go on to do. The Lord has really put this ministry in my heart. He has used this ministry to change my life. Um, it's truly God's ministry. I also now attend uh, ministry school for my pastoral licensing. I don't know where that's going to take me. I can't see myself being a pastor, but the Lord knows. <laughs> you know, I can't believe the opportunities that are presented to me today, especially with my history and my past. It truly amazes me every day. I wake up so grateful and thankful where I used to wake up dreading each day. Um, my son is a walking testimony. He's five years old and in remission from his cancer. The Lord just continues to heal him. He lost all his hair and grew it all back already. <laughs> if you guys could see him, he's my inspiration. He's so full of life. Um, uh, uh, what else was I going to say? My verse, uh, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Um, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. Submit to him in all your ways, and he will make your paths straight. Thank you for allowing me to share. Thank you for having us. God bless you all. Hi, I'm Lisa. This is my first time I've ever done this, so bear with me. <laughs> Uh, I'm 42 years young, and I'm from Iron Mountain, Michigan. I grew up in Niagara, Wisconsin, in a very good Christian home. My parents worked a lot to support my siblings and I, and going from one school to the next left me feeling lonely and empty, like there was always something missing in my life. I met my son's father, and I got pregnant at 17. He left me for my best friend of almost 20 years, so when I turned 19, I was really depressed. Soon after this, I met my ex-husband, we each had a sum we met, but parting started to completely take over my life. Before I knew it, I was smoking pot, drinking, and using cocaine. I then got pregnant with my first daughter. Her dad and I got married, but we were on and off for about 10 years, and because of all forms of abuse, and after my final child, I filed for a divorce. I just couldn't take the abuse and abandonment anymore. I then filled my life with toxic relationships, with, which led to an ex almost killing me, but by God's grace, the doctors saved my life after sustaining injuries that they said would not, I would not live. I was running from God and my family and not caring about the consequences. In 2019, I got an operating while intoxicated. Because of COVID, my legal issues were put off in, for all of 2020, but God has 2020 vision because for years he told me 2021 was my year. I told this to my family so many times throughout the years, I had no idea what it meant. I cried out to God so many times, begging him for help. Finally, I couldn't take it anymore. And about 10 months ago, I took a lethal dose of meth and heroin. I should have died instantly, but God saved me again. I was starting to think that God wasn't listening and he didn't care. 
In February of this year, he answered my prayer. I thought I was going to jail for a 72-hour hold for a probation violation, but it turned out to be a court-ordered 93-day sentence with the option of doing the last 30 days in a treatment center. My mother begged me to come to Teen Challenge, and after 467,988 excuses as to why I shouldn't go, I finally agreed. I've been in the program for two months now, and it's tough. (laughs) After all, who wants to admit they have problems and needs to work on themselves? There's been so many times I wanted to leave. After all, when you dance with the devil, who do you think leads? But since coming to Adult and Teen Challenge... I've learned that unconditional love truly exists, and not just from my parents. I've learned I can be who God made me, and that Satan is a liar, and I don't have to pretend to be somebody I'm not. God has taught me to be quiet. If you knew me, you would know this is from God. And he's also taught me to be still, also his miracle, just saying. I have learned that God truly loves me. I am worthy. I am beautiful. I deserve to be happy, and all things are possible through him. I went from being completely controlled by men to using drugs to try to control my life to surrendering that control to God. I'm finally learning to love myself. I wake up each day no matter how tired I am, and I know I am truly a miracle. I have so much love in my heart for people. I don't pass judgment on people for who am I to judge another, but instead I welcome all people and have a true compassion for all. My mother devoted me to the Lord before I was even born, and now I'm walking out that promise so he can use me in any way he chooses. The scripture I stand on is Ephesians 1, 11, and 12. In him we were also chosen, having been predestined according to the plan of him who works out everything in conformity with the purpose of his will, in order that we, who were the first to put our hope in Christ, might be for the praise of his glory. I will not be labeled as an addict, but instead God will use my 23 years of addiction to help others like me, which is my true calling, and to be who I truly am. Lisa, the loud, lovely, laughing, loving light of the Lord. Amen. Hello. Hi. When there is no enemy on the inside, the enemy on the outside cannot touch you would be the words spoken into my life that would help me do two years of imprisonment and freedom. Hi, my name is Jackie. I'm 46 years old, and I have two amazing sons, Jacob, 18, and Joshua, 15. I was born and raised in the heart of of Chicago, a city that truly has my heart. Sorry, Wisconsin. All right. One incident. I'm sorry. I just skipped over. Excuse me. Okay. All right. Going to prison was a real eye-opener for me because it all boiled down to one question. Are you going to do your time or let the time do you? Because each matter is a matter of spiritual life or death, a matter of imprisonment of the mind or freedom of the heart. So like King David, I asked the Lord to search my heart and test my anxious thoughts so that I may have everlasting life. I searched questions like, why did I return to my vomit so many times after 19 years of salvation? And God revealed unforgiveness towards mental, physical, and sexual abuse done to me. God came alongside me in digging deep into my childhood traumas. For example, when I was 11, my life took a very dark turn when the Chicago police kicked in the doors and raided our home. The outcome was my father, also a Chicago police officer, was fired after 22 years on the police force, and my mother was taken away for a while. When she returned, her addictions 
took a turn for the worse, and she became abusive, very abusive towards me. As a result, I had no mother to turn to when I was raped by a group of high school boys. That incident led me into the streets of gangs, drug dealers, and users who taught me how to survive and cope with my pain. God also took me through the early adult experiences of major car accidents, suicide attempts, and bullets that just missed me. God revealed all those times he spared my life when I was begging him to take it. The more I could connect the dots, I could see his hand in my mountaintops, my deep valleys, and even my dry bones when I was literally dead due to heroin overdoses. I sat in prison and recalled the times the spirit that resurrected Jesus showed proof of living inside of me. One incident is when the father of my two sons was beating me, and I yelled out, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. And just like scripture says, the enemy fled. So there is power in the name of Jesus. God began to search me a little deeper, deep into the very core of my heart. This matter would take a lot of work. It was a matter of the pain I caused my two sons, Jacob and Joshua. My mother, a widow, and 20 years sober today, has had my sons for the last seven years. And it has been a blessing and a curse for me. But he is faithful, for he is truly the father to the fatherless, defender of the widows, and he sets the captives free. God restored everything back to me. I went home on December 24th, 2019 to my family and my son's on fire for Jesus again, except for one problem. Psalms 23 says, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil and my cup overflows. And Jesus did just that. He anointed me and I sat with him in the presence of my enemy. I sat with the enemy inside my very own soul. I could not forgive myself for the pain I caused my two sons. I could forgive everyone else, but I could not forgive me. So I compromised my spiritual freedom and sobriety. One drink turned into a spiral of events in which I woke up in the hospital from an overdose. So here I am, an adult and teen challenge, by no mistake, for I know what Satan intends for bad, God can turn to good. Am I worried about ever going back? Honestly, no. Because the biggest revelation I've had is Jesus is not just my Savior like he has been for the past 19 years. Today he is my Lord and Savior, and that is the game changer. So now, in my second phase of the program, the scripture I stand on is Philippians 1.6. I am certain that God who began a good work in me will continue his work until the day of Christ Jesus returns. Thank you. So I was also given the privilege today to close this out. And I would like, you, I would like to um, tell you about ways that you can support us. Um, there are a few ways. Um, it covered it in the video earlier, but I'll just kind of cover it. Um, one way is we have an auto donation program. You can donate your cars, your boats, and your motorcycles. We'll pick them up, and they don't have to be running. So that's good. Um, we have the Super Thrift Store. Um, the women work hard every day. And, you know, just um, the, we donate our – we put in our time there. And it's a really beautiful store. You should come check it out. Um, we also have an information booth in the back. Um, the men, they make crosses, and they do that themselves. It's, there's a lot of heart put into that. So we have um, a lot of information in the back. If you have any questions, you can ask the girls about our program. If you need anybody who, if you would like to tell anybody about this program, they can give you ways to, you know, um, get that information out and just ways that you can support us. Also, we have books back there. And then also the most important way is through your prayer. Um, I know for myself, my mom prayed about this program for many years. When she got clean, she would hear it on Moody Bible Station. And she would always tell me, um, there's this great program, and I wasn't ready. And here I am today because of her prayers. So if you could just pray for us, that would be great. So thank you so much for having us. It's been a blessing. And, Pastor, I'll give it over to you. Thank you.
Thank you for coming to our church. Give these ladies a hand. Would you do me a favor? Would you gals just stand up? We're going to pray for these ladies. You don't know us, but we love you. You're our family. You really are. You're our sisters in Jesus, and we love you. We're proud of you for what you're doing. There's people sitting in our congregation today. They're sober because of Team Challenge. There's people sitting in this church right now because they went through the same things you did and they're raising their families and they're doing great. And so some of you are probably brand new. She said that some of you are new in the program. Finish it out. And uh, it works and we're so glad to see that it's working in your lives. So we're going to pray for you, okay? Church, just extend a hand to these beautiful, wonderful sisters in Christ. Jesus, thank you for the privilege that we have today to be able to see with our own eyes and hear with our own ears about your transforming love. And we ask, Lord, that you would wrap your arms around every single one of these gals. That right now, Lord, they would feel, in this moment, they would feel your grace, your love, and your favor in their lives. That they would know right now That, Lord, you have forgiven them, you are holding them, and your future for them is bright. And that, Lord, um, what the enemy meant for evil, you are turning to good, and that you are going to use each one of these for your glory in your kingdom. You're doing it already, but you're going to keep doing it. And so, Lord, let your, your wonder and your favor Rest upon each one of these gals in the name of Jesus. Amen.